Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. The Houston Astros Radio Network. Well, whenever I want to talk about Oakland A's baseball, especially at the beginning of the year, I've got to turn to Vince Catronio, former Astros radio broadcaster and current radio broadcast of the Oakland A's. Vince, first of all, thank you very much for doing this. I appreciate it, Sparky. And, and to that note, like the rest of the folks in the Astros community, I was just devastated by mm-hmm. the passing of Jamie. He was the guy that gave me my first big league job in 1991. I was in AAA Tucson. Uh, for some reason, they were in a rebuilding project. Funny story, he thought, well, I'll know a lot of the young players. I never saw Jeff Bagwell play in the minor leagues. Never saw Luis Gonzalez play in the minor leagues. Craig Biggio never came. He was in Tucson one half year, then he made the big club the following year. But he gave me a great opportunity. And my condolences to Teresa and Jeff and Shane. And uh, just a larger-than-life Texan, and he meant so much to me. I'm so sorry that he's gone. It's a big, a big loss for all of us. Uh, let's talk about this Oakland team for a little bit. Uh, not a lot of people has given them as much credit, in, in my mind, that they probably deserve. Where do you stand? I mean, what do you think about this Oakland team? Because the starting pitching looks pretty good. Well, it's young, and I think when people are looking at what kind of year can the athletics have, it will be predicated on the success or failure of some young starters. Shamanaya, also Jarrell Cotton, pretty important in the three and four spots when Sonny Gray comes back. And when Sonny comes back, hopefully by the end of the month, it will certainly strengthen things. Uh, Kendall Graveman is showing signs of taking that next step. Uh, aside from that, they've made some changes inside the clubhouse. They've brought in some you know, professional-type major league players. The A's maybe don't have them as much firepower, but they changed some of that dynamic, and they're hoping that maybe that you know, everybody pulling from the same side and working together might help them get some wins. Who are those veteran guys that you feel like are good clubhouse guys? Well, you know, they brought back Rajay Davis. They brought back Adam Rosales. Rajay is going to play a lot of center field for the club, had the dramatic home run for the Indians last year in the World Series. Rosie's a terrific, perfect bench guy because when you have a day game after a night game and you're dragging, here comes the Energizer Bunny into the clubhouse and you can't, you can't sit you got to get ready, and, and he does a very good job in that regard. Trevor Plouffe, who joins the club from Minnesota, he's kind of holding down third base until one of the top prospects gets to the big leagues, Matt Chapman. Matt Joyce, also a two-year contract. Professional guy, had a bad year two years ago, to his credit. Bounced back last year with, with the Pirates. He fits the kind of mold the A's have typically used late, lately, which is try to mix and match multiple players for one position and get the most out of it. I want to talk about a couple of guys. First off, Chris Davis, last 160 games, I believe, 46 home runs. Not a lot of people would know that. I mean, you guys know that, but very dangerous hitter. We're so smart over here, Sparky, that people ask me this question time and time again during the winter. What's Chris Davis going to do? And I downplay it, and I say, you know, he hit 42 last year. That's a pretty impressive number. 
I would be happy if he hit, you know, maybe 30 and drove in 80 to 90. I think you got to be happy with that kind of year. And he hits a home run on opening night. Yeah. Took him two weeks last year. He's a month ahead of what he did last year in terms of his home run pace. He's incredibly strong. He hits the ball out to all fields. He's fun to be around. He's been around the game a long time. His dad is a longtime scout. So um, I think he's going to gain, gain more attention. And he's going to prove that, you know what, and you make a mistake – Watch how far I can hit it because he's like your drive, Sparky. When he connects, it just keeps going and going. That's a, that's a great analogy. <laughs> Kendall Graveman, the guy we're going to see tonight, it's remarkable what he's been able to do with one pitch, basically. Not a lot of guys. You think of maybe uh, Mariano Rivera, those type of guys where you can say, this is what I'm throwing, see if you can hit it, and that's what Graveman does. It, it took him a while to get to that point. You know, He came to the A's in the big Josh Donaldson deal. We didn't really know what he was going to be. He did use more of a breaking ball. More change-ups in the past, and then something just clicked last year in the second half. He had, a obviously, a very strong conversation with Greg Maddox, who just talked to him about different things on the mound and how to attack hitters. And he came to the conclusion, this is who I am, and I'm going to stay that way until I'm proven otherwise. His sinker has tremendous movement. I think, yeah. what's that thing called, X-break or X-something? Yeah. And it moves, you know, 7 to 10, which is way above average. And you'll see the front hip to the lefties. You'll see back door the righties. And he'll do the same thing on the other side of the plate. So it's one pitch that he uses four different ways, Sparky. I know you appreciate, you know, what, what happens on the mound. And I think that's what's been fun to watch. I'm all in on Kendall Graveman. I think he's going to be an all-star this year. I think he's going to get a lot of national attention and so far, it's beginning to build. He's going to be fun to watch. There you go. That's Vince Catronio, the Oakland A's radio broadcaster. Thanks so much for catching up. Always great to see you. Sam here, Sparky. Enjoy the Bay Area. Cano, second baseman playing in short right field. Here's the 0-1. That's bounced up the third baseline and passed. Seeger in the left field. Aoki will score. Redick a big turn at first, but he'll hold there with an RBI single. It's 5-3 Seattle as Redick drives in his first run of the season. Well, he's going to stop teams from, from shifting on him the way he's doing things. Starting to show that he'll bunt. That time going with that pitch so well. Reddick looks good at the plate. I think the two holes going to suit him pretty well for a while. Marshall delivers. And Beltron rifles it in the left center field for a base hit. Correa around third and he'll score as the ball rolls all the way to the wall. Around third and coming home, Altuve. He will score as well. It's a two-run double for Carlos Beltron and a 10-5 lead for the Astros. Boy, what a dagger for Beltron. Got a pitch up in the zone and sliced it the other way. That was a beautiful stroke by Beltron. Patented. Carlos, he's been doing it so long. Gustave trying to cap off what would be an impressive win for the Astros. Pitch on the way. That's hit up the middle. High bounce off the mound to Altuve behind second. He fields, throws the first, and that is the ball game. Well, how about the Houston Astros down 5-0 after three innings, score 10 unanswered, and defeat the Seattle Mariners 10-5 to take the rubber game of this three-game series. Well, that's a real confidence builder is what it is, Robert. The Astros showing that they have the resiliency to, to fall behind and still just chip away. And they didn't just chip away. They knocked it away. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Astros manager A.J. Hinch. Well, through much of the season, we've seen the, the starting pitching really kind of hold the Ford and and, and help out the offense a little bit, keep you in games with the offense struggling to score runs. But yesterday, a little different. Mike Fires only went four innings, had, had a rough outing, gave up five runs early. But your offense was able to bail him out and, and really carry the team last night. Yeah, it was nice to, to see the offense break out a little bit when we needed it. You know, our pitching's been so good. And if we could just score one or two runs or three runs, then uh, we'd have a little bit of a cushion. But, you know, it was role reversed uh, at that at that game the other day in, in Seattle with – 
uh, getting fallen behind. We're down by five. Fires didn't have his best stuff or his best execution, but the offense picked him up. And before we talk about the offense a little bit more, the, the bullpen did a really nice job. And Tony Sipp, he's been scuffling, had a rough year last year, uh, got off to a slow start this year. He gives you a really strong inning out of the pen. And then you get two strong innings for Brad Peacock, who's been outstanding. Yeah, you know, we didn't have a, a perfectly lined up bullpen and, and it shows how much depth you're going to need. Tony Sipp had to come in, face the middle of the order, goes one, two, three. Peacock pitches the six. We take the lead. He stays in to pitch the seventh with Will Harris down. Gregerson got the ninth. We expanded our lead, and then we're able to, to close out the game with Gustave. So given how much our bullpen's pitched the last you know, 10 games, it was nice to, that some of the guys that, that don't normally pitch in those leverage, high-intensity roles were able to step up and, and get their outs. Before that last game in Seattle, you and I talked about Josh Reddick in the two spot. And you move him there, he gets two hits, has a hand, and I believe five of the runs you scored. So it's that easy, huh? Yeah, right. I mean, it's just <laughs> as simple as can be. We just needed to see some right-handed pitching in order to move him up there. But um, he's a really gifted gifted hitter. He works hard. He does a lot of good things. Um, you know, with, with, with splitting up the righties, he also provides a challenge for the other manager. When are they going to bring in a left-handed reliever? they got to deal with George on one end, uh, Altuve on the other. So it's, uh, it's a perfect spot for him against right-handed pitching. You look at the Astros' offensive struggles. A lot of it was hitting the runners in scoring position. It's amazing because sometimes it can be contagious when guys aren't getting those hits. It seemed like it was, it's was. it been contagious the last two games uh, with, with everybody, it seems like, coming through in those situations. Yeah, especially with singles. You know, yeah. and I think it's key for our guys to understand that we can beat them with a single. We can beat them with a hard line drive, and some of those balls are going to carry the gap. Some of them are going to carry out of the ballpark. Uh, but if you think big hit first, oftentimes you end up having too big a swing and you, you know you don't get the one run across on a ground ball single or a line drive single. We were able to do that the other night where we had, I think, close to 10 spots in the, in the lineup where back-to-back guys did something positive with a lot of them were just back-to-back singles or maybe a walk and then a single and create an opportunity. Taking on the Oakland A's for the first time this year, two pretty good pitchers, two opening day starters today, Dallas Keuchel and Kendall Graveman. It seemed like Graveman really turned the corner latter part of last year and was really tough, not just against the Astros, but against everyone. Yeah, he's good, you know, and, and it's and it's interesting to watch him pitch because there's no secrets. He comes yeah. at you with you know 80% sinker fastball. It's, it's in the low to mid 90s, uh, sometimes the upper 90s. So it um, everyone knows what's coming. It's going to be a power boring sinker down and away to lefties, down and into righties. He's got a little cutter he mixes in. Uh, but he's a challenge, the, the strike zone type pitcher. And uh, he's got good stuff. If he's locating, he's very difficult. You pound the ball into the ground. You've got to get a good pitch to hit and, and try to capitalize on, uh, on putting balls in play because he doesn't shy away from the barrel. This has been a production of the Houston Astros Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.